Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman and it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more. A message from the Fable and Folly Network. The Crit Show contains elements of horror, fantasy violence, and adult language. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. You know how sometimes you do a thing and people are like, oh yeah, you, you leveled up. Sure. Yeah. Like yeah. There are just events in life. I feel like I did something last night that I lost a level. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. no. And I want to see if you all agree with me or if I'm just making too much of it. So Harvey, my dog is old. He's an old dog. Yeah. He has a hard time with stairs. He can't do ramps. And my bed is very high. He's got to go up four steps to get onto it. And it's that four step is always, it's treacherous at best. So I was like, I need to find a lower frame for my bed so I can minimize the number of steps. I couldn't find one that like fit the steps that we had, so my mattress is just on the floor. So like you've reverted to college rev. I've never had a mattress on the floor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're like, how dare you? I don't. <laughs> I don't think this is leveling down. Then I feel like you're just experiencing that step that you skipped. I see. Because that's something that like you- I. I think everybody should go through. Every the- <laughs> time I see it, I feel like I've leveled down. You, it makes me so sad. You you are having to go back for a quest line that you leveled past yeah. early, but did like I, you need the silver, you need the platinum trophy. Did now. I just find out that my English teacher said that my senior year project didn't count and I've got to go back? And- <laughs> <laughs> I think it's different if you're doing it for an animal. Yeah, you're you're uh, you're taking a step for a good cause. Yeah. yeah, like that doesn't that's not a downgrade. Okay. Like, I'm someone who, like, a bunch of clutter, really, I I can't stand it. And I spent, like, a year and a half with, like, a giant cardboard box in the middle of my living room because I had an elderly cat who was on its way out, and she just loved that box. And so I just, I lived with a a huge box in the middle of my living room because she she needed it more than I needed the place to be clean. That's fair. It's more like a respec. Yeah. It's not like leveling down. It's just, like, kind of, you know, branching off on a different... A different spec I path. just gained a level in dog dad. Yeah. 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 yeah, totally. You got extra proficiency in animal handling. Yes. You you dipped into a skill tree that you weren't <laughs> otherwise following. Also, now 
you're sleeping at a different perspective, so you can like redo your room to like fit your new eye line. Oh yeah, lower all your art. Boy, I woke up this morning and got out of bed, and the first thing I did was like hit, hit my heel knees. on the ground because <laughs> it was just that much lower that I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to get used to that. <laughs> That's like a good squat to get into bed every night. <laughs> so you're exercising more. This sounds like a level up. <laughs> right, exactly. And I was able to make his stairs uh, twice as wide because I'm using half of them. <laughs> And so, and still though, he's, boy, he's trying to walk off the edge of him. When you said he can't do rams, I'll, I know what you mean, but I thought skateboard, like. Oh, he, those he can do. He's not grinding. He's not doing rams. <laughs> he, can, he can hella grind. He just can can't do ollie, rams. He can but yeah. he just, he can't get the rams. Well, I do want to take a moment to thank everybody uh, who took us up on our yearly subscription. We had a good chunk of people, uh, both Existing patrons and new patrons join us in January, um, both joining as new members and switching over to that new model. Uh, so thank you to Rose, Can Handler, <laughs> Raul de Quarez, Dylan H., Jared Bond, Cinder Wolf, Lady Nightingale, Ian Mount, Tater Pig Addict, <laughs> Jason Thies, Will Montague, Jacob, Bob Heistand, Ware Wendell, Stephen Gergen. Oh, that's also a Stephen, but spelled different. And so my brain was like, pronounce that differently. <laughs> Stephen. Stephen. <laughs> uh, Stephen Piotrowski, Tyler H., and Ikus Middleton. So thank you to everyone who joined us this month in Patreon, and thank you to everyone who joins us every month on Patreon. We couldn't, we literally couldn't do it without you. Accurate. Yeah. And you're stuck with us all year. Yeah. <laughs> the four of you and Jumbo, uh, who has, of course, been here and involved in everything that's been going on this whole time, uh, <laughs> find yourselves aboard the train on the way towards the Tenpenny Mines. You know that from Bronze Chapel to the closest point that the tracks get to the mines will be about another two days. Is there anything you all need to do uh, along the journey? Yeah, I I need to bandage up my ribs. I'm cracked and 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 thus broken. Okay. Um no roll necessary. We don't need to make the heel move um because the heel move is for mortal wounds, which this is not. Uh and since you've got your resources and you're not under any pressure or anything, I I don't think this is a pressured situation that requires a die roll. So, um we can say that you take the time to bandage yourself up, secure yourself however you see fit, uh, and your wound can begin to heal. Um, lethal wounds do take a few days to heal, so you are going to continue to take that penalty to body rolls until that's complete. Um, so just try not to fuck around too much. Don't get into too much trouble here. <laughs> yeah, as we as we go to this haunted, scary mine. Cool. Anything else anybody needs to do on this journey? Oh, I'm just mourning my breakup. Your breakup. <laughs> well, it, it was really kind Sorry, of like... Sorry, yeah, explain it. <laughs> I feel like I'm explaining this to Jumbo. I mean, it, so it wasn't like a breakup exactly. It was more like, yeah. I just I just thought that like if we got to meet again, he would just look at me and just realize that maybe there was like something about me that we could like explore and you know that like there could have been like a real relationship there and so it's you know i'm mourning i'm mourning the relationship that i almost had which to me is feeling like a breakup jumbo says sure sure uh tell me what was his last name <laughs> shot <laughs> his first name was sharp his 
His first name was Antonio. I shout from across the train. <laughs> that was that was the all of that commentary and the laughter was real. It was over the intercom <laughs> from us in the dining car. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is just keeping an eye out for Cam, who boy, someone on the Discord called it early. They're so much smarter than us. Not only called it early, someone later fucking laid me out because they said, oh, that's interesting. Cam's a literal soul bat. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> that, yep. that was not planned. Yeah. That was a coincidence. That yeah. was a lovely coincidence. Yeah. That's just the kind of beautiful serendipity you've come to expect from the crit show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You spend your days recuperating uh, on the train um, and you get to a point where based on the maps you have, you know that you are the closest as the crow flies to the ten penny mines. You can see that there is like a like a dirt path, a dirt road leading kind of off the tracks from this point in that general direction. And well off in the distance, you can see what looks like uh, a town, uh, or at least the remains of one between you and the cliff face. So looking at this settlement that we can see coming up, on the distance here. Uh, based on the information we got at Fort Ghost Hollow, is it safe to assume that this is maybe the Helldowns? Yeah, that seems likely. I think this is the Helldowns. Rev, that girl you were talking about, the one that fell down the mines and then was rescued? Yeah. I think this is where she lived and then her family moved from here, right? Yes. Okay. I guess maybe just stay aware as we head into here then. Oh, gosh. Do you think there are still people living here? I mean, maybe it's abandoned, but... It's a settlement in a place that's widely inhospitable, so I wouldn't be surprised if somebody or something took advantage of what's set up here. I want to spend one of my gear to, again, produce that rifle scope and just kind of look out at the Helldowns to see if I see any signs of life. Okay. You look through your scope, and there doesn't seem to be any activity in this town. Uh, there is no... Smoke rising from chimneys. There are no people moving about. Um, the only motion you see seems to be like the wind blowing tumbleweeds about, but otherwise it seems proper abandoned. All right. Well, I don't see any signs of people living here. Like there's no fires. There's no clothes hanging out to dry. There's no active walking paths. But I and I, I feel like I can't emphasize this enough. The most haunted place ever. So I don't know if that extends to the Helldowns, but super haunted. Yeah, super right. haunted. Well. Do we even need to go through this for anything? Like, do we want to cruise through and see if there's any supplies or people around that might have information? Or should we just skirt this and continue on? Honestly, I'm interested. If it was truly abandoned, there might be something worth picking up. But I kind of just want to see what it's turned into. Yeah, and it is kind of the most direct path to the mines would be through the town. All right. Well, nothing could possibly go wrong so let's uh let's go for it you all saddle up including jumbo <laughs> yep of course with us always always with us always never forgotten and uh head off down this dirt road towards the Helldowns. he's like drax like sometimes he can be so still <laughs> That's uh, basically true. he's invisible <laughs> he's invisible even to me <laughs> <laughs> i'll go out in front and just keep an eye out try to track if there's any movement in the buildings as we get closer um you know that kind of thing all right tass you take point and the ride takes a couple of hours a little bit more than the distance to bronze chapel off the tracks was but as you approach it seems to be as rev said there is no sign of motion no sign of life 
No sign of anything, just an assortment of structures in disrepair, some still standing, some not. So, like, is there any indication of when and why this was abandoned? Like, you know, the anvil was created, destroying the mine, creating these ghosts at the start of that. And then there was a whole bunch of time between that and, you know, this little girl falling in a mine that lived here. So, like, it wasn't that long ago that people were here, comparatively, right? Right, like, within a lifetime. Right. So, like, is there any indication of, like, okay, well, why now? Why why is it empty all of a sudden? Uh, I think now would be an opportunity to roll investigate. You are in a human settlement, so this will be plus mind plus investigate. Okay. Six. Oh, no. <laughs> do, do you have anything you can invoke? Spend a grit, get a plus one? I have seen a whole lot of Westerns, and I, you know, I, I, the only way I could have done that is if I was from another world. You know, my twist. I accept. <laughs> <laughs> I got it oh, once. You sounded so defeated. Spend, spend your grit. <laughs> I also like the, like, mystical magicalness yeah. of like being from another world it's so like common for us to think but like yeah we're gonna you know jump back over to our world but i like here that tass invoking that is i'm an alien yeah. i'm from a different world yeah like i'm we're on the same side and i i wanted jake to turn that down just because of the presentation <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Tombstone 14 <laughs> times. You find posted outside what might have been the sheriff's office back in the day, uh, a, a notice board. And on it is what remains of a notice. It is the, the thing pinned on top. Uh, it seems like it was handwritten, but it is clearly damaged from the elements out here. But it seems like it was intended to be like the last word of the last person in this town. And I will hand you what remains of that notice right here. Uh, okay, so this is the note equivalent of "Don't dead open inside." Oh. <laughs> uh, I have I have half a note, and the only words I can make out are "To trouble south, sticking time." Can I see that's, it? Yeah, sorry, you... that's actually it. that's it. That's complete. <laughs> that's not half a note. <laughs> they that's... just had bit one very skinny long piece one, of paper. Just a skinny. They said "To trouble south." Sticking time. <laughs> Isn't that the Mary Poppins song? <laughs> yeah, it looks like like it's you know ripped in half, so that I'm I'm not getting the the ass of these sentences. Mm. <laughs> and, and by ripped in half, you mean weathered by years. By, of... Yes, of course. Yeah. Imagine yes. instead that maybe you know, the wind and the and the dust took mm. that half away. Birds who need to make a nest. Look, I don't have like tea to stain this and make it look antique here. All right, you just got to use your imagination. Uh, this seems like a warning. Yeah, if I had to wager a bet, I feel like you have a third of the words necessary. Interesting. I mean, we know for sure that there is two trouble south. Yeah. Like that, that we can rely on. Yeah, the mines are south. Yeah, two, so that is two trouble. Two trouble. <laughs> The, the, the mines are north, right? Or, well, north isn't the edge of the anvil. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> the mines are, are basically east from here. Oh. Yes. That, oh. that is what I meant. I was thinking that the edge of the anvil, no matter which way you're facing, is north. <laughs> like, like the center of the South Pole. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a mini map in a video game. It rotates around you. You have to push the button to lock it in place so that yeah. it doesn't... 
turn when you pivot. Uh, yeah, no, the mines are are more or less to your east. Oh, um, God, what's oh. to the south of us? Lost Trouble. Hope. The, the border to Lost Hope is to your south. Oh, okay. Okay, well, this could also say too much trouble east going south sticking time <laughs> i do think that the word cut off on the first line is much just like from looking at the way that he makes like his r's i'm i'm literally sitting here analyzing your handwriting jake it looks like a, um, i think it's an m I, yeah who's yeah. jake this was written by the last citizen of the helldowns <laughs> named jake <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd say like too much, too many. Yeah, too... but it's definitely an M, I think. Stick yeah, in time. But it's important because it's T-O-O. Yeah, yeah, not not number two. It's yeah. just, it's too... Yeah, or mm. two. Too it's, it's mm. also not two. There also looks like there's a period after south. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. is. Um, Real quick, could I see the other half of this? <laughs> yeah, hold on. <laughs> also, it's sticking. When we're saying sticking time, it is sticking. There's no G. Maybe well, there could G be on the there other side. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I see the tail of a G. Yeah, there looks like a ta- the tail of a G. Too much trouble to the south because there's monsters that come from the south. That's a dangerous place. Sticking to the main roads. Time to leave town. Have a good time. Is any of this confusion stemming from the fact that anybody thinks the S in stickin is capitalized? Because it's not supposed to be. I'm just. I just have bad handwriting. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Oh, so that's not the beginning of a sentence. <laughs> it's not the beginning okay. of a sentence. Sticking time. <laughs> stick time. I don't want to believe it's anything other than sticking time. <laughs> what do we think sticking time is was like slang for in this world? I'm looking for ideas Baseball. for new shirts. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's when we're gonna make kebabs for Ooh. dinner. Oh, like campfire kebabs. Yeah. I thought it was like uh, you got to defend your territory. It's sticking time. Oh, like, I like, like that. Stick your Everybody courage to the dig in. Yeah. It's sticking time. It's sticking time. It's for the monthly honey fight oh. <laughs> it's sticky time <laughs> it's sticky time <laughs> the fable and folly network supports creators of exceptional audio stories including the one you're listening to right now if you love our shows we want to hear from you complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey this will help us learn more about you what you like what you'd like to hear more of and how we can maintain an inclusive safe atmosphere As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. I think you're right there, Rev. It is, like, sticking to something, like maybe the railroad tracks, or it could even be the edge of the anvil, because we're fairly close to that oh yeah like walked to the edge and and working our way around and if they're talking about too much trouble to the south maybe it's you know that they went north we know that oh no jake's laughing (laughs) (laughs) this is not this is not this important (laughs) no 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 no. you you presented us with a puzzle you made a prop you all you all watched me decide whether to have Tass roll anything and then write this down in Listen. front of you and tear it in half. This is clearly planned. Is it possible that this is a reference to Macbeth? No. Yeah. No. Not possible. No. I know, Jake. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's I, not. Yeah. Rev, Rev knows that he has to explain every reference yes. to theater yeah. to me when it's made. So I'm not leaving till we figure this out. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're not moving on. This is the hill we die on. I am, I am about to just hand you the other half of it. The other, the other half blows in. A tumbleweed rolls by with the other half of the notice stuck in it. I get some canvas and I put it up against this and some chalk and I do a rubbing to see if there's indents of this word left. It's not It's not even missing. It's actually told there. Tass just has his hand over it and he's like, he's bracing. It's the second half of the note. I've hurled it at Tass. Please don't ruin the illusion of stick in time. <laughs> okay, I've, I've, I've done my, my rubbing, my yeah. chalk rubbing here. Yeah. It says, too much trouble from south. Yeah. Nice. Not worth sticking time. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. That's that's a falsehood he's spinning you. That's all anyone is ever going to know, though. <laughs> no, what does it say? I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that, actually. Not worth sticking around? This time? Probably something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That seems that seems right. At this time. Oh, at this time? Mm. Anyway. Yeah, it looks it looks like there's just, there is something going on Southern, southerly mm-hmm. and uh they're they're just done they were just done dealing with it and and they got out of here well that's really interesting that southerly is lost hope so it was monsters coming over the border that drove them out of here and not any of the ghosts from the mines or at least if the ghosts were a problem they were far less of a problem than the monsters yeah i mean we and cuz we've seen one of the monsters that came over the mountain Holy crap, imagine if that was coming around this other direction. Oh, that's right, because they only went the other way because there was a big mountain range there, so only the big ones made it over. Yeah. But that means that there's much smaller ones as well, so maybe those all just kind of make their way up here a lot more. Yeah. So these people decided that it wasn't stick in time. It was, in fact, time to leave. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, we're going to have to head into Two Trouble South soon, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully these people just got out and got back up to some of the more civilized areas. Yeah, I mean, I know that at least the woman who used to live here, when she moved out, they moved a little north to Pistol Ridge. So maybe that's where this whole group caravaned to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, looking around, does it is there any indication that people left in like a hurry? Or does it look pretty like they all moved as a group? Oh, yeah, like in the houses and stuff, is it just empty or are like beds and couches and stuff left behind you know like food on plates or you know like what's the situation or even if it wasn't in a rush is there varying levels of i guess where like maybe if this people left over a slow amount of time houses would be upkept slightly longer than others jake is like please go to the mine (laughs) (laughs) i gave you the paper what else do you want i gave you a physical prop do you know how much energy that took (laughs) from like the various levels of where and what is and is not present in the remaining buildings it does just kind of seem like people filed out of here bit by bit over you know people just got sick of it they'd move on fewer people were left they'd get sick of it they'd move on and finally like whoever was left here wrote this note it was just like fuck okay. it i'm the last one i'm not staying here this place is a ghost town now here's why and they moved on as well so like, okay you know there is some furniture and stuff left behind but no it's not like still steaming plates of, <laughs> of food on the tables or anything like that well let's make tracks as fast as we can so that Whatever was causing them trouble from the south doesn't find us before we even get where we're going. Yeah. Okay. You all saddle back up and follow the road out of town on the opposite side, heading towards the Tenpenny Mines. How far out 
from the mines do we want to get before Cam reaches back up with us? I don't have any idea how long he's going to be gone. I assumed it wouldn't be long because, like, I, you know, before he was doing this a lot, I hope everything's okay on the other side. But I feel like we should, like, get there and maybe if he's not there, camp? We could give it a little time. Could I have a vision of Cam's present? Yeah, I guess for starters, how explicit of a vision? Uh, a vague one or like a detailed one or just like a regular one somewhere in between because that will affect the level you're going weird at. Um, I would say we're going to probably go for weird level five, see short visions of the present. So short but not vague. All right, roll it. Hell yeah, seven. <laughs> That was a very excited response to a barely made it roll. Well, it's because it's a good thing that I, in my last level up, upped my weird level from three to four because that, or else it would have been a six. Hey, Woo. barely just succeeding, I think, deserves- Deserves a hell yeah. 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 <laughs> a chorus of hell yeah. You fall into a vision and you feel like you are seeing from Cam's perspective and he's moving very rapidly and you can kind of see like, Grabbing a soul, taking it somewhere. Grabbing a soul, taking it somewhere. But at the speed that like the flash moves, like very, very, very quickly. And just kind of off in his peripheral perception, you can tell that he's aware of all of you. And he's doing his job until he needs to come find you. Cool. The rest of you, I think, as Kim is having this vision, you see the familiar sight of like her eyes lighting up as she has one. Um, but there's a little bit more aura to it that I think you all get the impression that is like, sensible or visible from further out that Kim might be a little bit of a flare right now for anything else that might be paying attention. Oh, is that, what is that? What does that mean? She's like really bright? Uh, maybe because Cam is not just on this plane and he's weaving in and out. She has to push a little further to see what he's doing. She might even be a little stronger here. Like, I feel like I can... I don't know if this makes sense. I feel like I can do things not as cleanly, but more powerfully here. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> uh, were you guys talking about me? Uh, yes. It just, your eyes were extra bright. Oh, That's really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And kind of your, like, body a little, like, there was kind of an aura. Hmm. Uh, that is unusual. Uh, but, uh, the good news is that Cam seems fine. Uh, he's just... At work, like I, I saw him moving really, really fast and snatching up souls and taking them where they need to go, but like really, really fast. And uh, he knows where we are and he he knows where he needs to be. He's just doing his own work until we need him. Oh, so that's why he showed up in the bell tower like as soon as I got the horseman in my sights. Nice. Okay. All right. So we're good. Okay, well, great. Cam will join up with us whenever we need him. Does it matter if we want to head into the mine during the daytime, during the nighttime? I mean, it's starting to get closer to evening. I suppose if we're in the dark, it may not matter a whole lot. But as we approach, do we want the cover of darkness? Do we want extra light? Yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly not going to matter in any context other than us riding up. So if we think someone else might be there to see us, or if the ghosts are hanging out above ground, I don't, I don't know. Well, y'all thought I was glowing really bright, right? Yeah. So there's a chance someone might already, or something, might have already seen us. 
Yeah, but knowing we were there and seeing us approach are two different things. They might be on higher alert now, but that doesn't mean we have to make it easier for them. I guess I don't actually know if sunlight would affect a ghost's perception of us. So Yeah, and I was thinking more so of things noticing us from the south, not the ghosts. Like, the ghosts seem very much, we are denizens of the mine. I'm more worried about what might be sneaking up from us from behind that would have seen Kim's energy. Coincidentally, that is the song you will find them singing when you arrive. <laughs> we are denizens of the mine. They're so jolly, we yeah. can't destroy them. Um, yeah, so it might not be a bad idea to get close and then camp and be prepared for something to fall upon us as opposed to like getting inside the mine and having something follow us in. But again, this is all like, I know we kind of talked about this with uh, Seth Dales. Like, do we want to let him come to us on our terms or just hope he doesn't show up? Yeah, it's 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 a lot of if either way, because yeah. if something did spot Kim, did it spot it from a day away or five minutes away? It's just a matter of do we charge in, get it done, and get out, or do we camp and maybe get better light and better uh, advantage going in on our terms, but we've given other stuff time? Do ghosts are ghosts affected by light? You guys, you hunt monsters. Hmm. Tass started checking his pockets when I asked that, <laughs> so I'm not sure I'm confident in any I, answer he's going to give me. I was looking <sighs> for my IPT manual. I don't. <laughs> I mean, there were ghosts in the you know where I grew up in Chicago. I don't really recall them having a particular aversion to sunlight. I just went, do we know any ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> if we're not careful, we're about to know four. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. I say let's go for it. All right. I feel like fuck it, let's go for it should be like a badge that you get after you join this team. It's true. Yeah. I mean, frankly, it's sticking time. <laughs> That's it the is, subheading. It is sticking time. Fuck it. Let's All go right. for it. It's yeah. sticking time. Stick time. It's sticking time. All right, everybody in. One, two, three. <laughs> it's sticking stick time. time. <laughs> all right, let's get moving. All right, you all continue on for another couple of hours towards the mines as the sun sets. As you go, you see that the terrain starts to get a little bit more mountainous isn't the word and hilly's not really the word, but like high rock like you know you you start to kind of move through a bit of canyon as you go uh, and then back up and out like the terrain just gets a little bit more irregular by the time you reach the mine entrance it is fully dark out and you can see that it is built into basically a rock face ahead of you you can see the weathered timbers that make this frame around a tunnel where this road just turns into minecart track and leads into the pitch blackness down and ahead. And you can see etched in one of the timbers that seems to have been like a header for this opening and has long since fallen to the ground, the words Tenpenny Mines. Now I know your impulse is going to be to find a cart and ride this rail in, but everybody please keep in mind, half of this mine dropped away. So it does just open into the void. Mm. Maybe it's like those roller coasters that seem like they end, but they just go up and then you go backwards through the whole thing. In Donkey Kong, you can just kind of jump and then also jump with the mine cart onto a different track. I feel like there are dozens of dead miners that indicate that it is not a safe ride. <laughs> so holy stuff hurt the horseman, mm -hmm. who is like not exactly, he's more of a wraith, a poltergeist, if you will. I wonder if they'll do anything to ghosts. Oh, well, I mean, 
It wasn't confirmed, but the little girl had a rosary, right? Yes. And she survived. So maybe you're right. Maybe holy stuff is some sort of protectant, if not weapon. Okay. Well, we're going to learn. Are my arrows still blessed? Does that wear off? I don't know anything about (laughs) blessing. (laughs) Do I need to go back every week to get them re-blessed? No, I, I think a blessing is in perpetuity, unless you do something evil with them. Mm. Do I hear or see anything from the opening of the mine? Horrific or- shrieking that I <laughs> forgot to mention. <laughs> and on a scale of one to ten, how strong is the ghost smell? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> no matter what campaign we're in, Rev's Can sniffing smell for ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Sniffing for ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my new uh, podcast where I go to haunted places oh, and spend the night and nice. try to capture footage. Hell yeah. Uh, Rev, why don't you roll to read a situation? Ten. Okay, you get three questions. What should I be on the lookout for? So the path ahead leads into absolute darkness down and into the earth in front of you. You can't see anything from here. You also can't hear anything from here. So whatever is ahead must be a pretty good distance down. But you do get uh, like a magical stink wafting up from in here quite powerfully. It is similar to the horseman, but as you knew from Cam, like the horseman was sort of a, a an edge case. He was a little bit off. He wasn't just straight ghost. So the smell that you're picking up now, you know, is ghosts and it is overwhelming. There's also a little bit of just the smell of like rot and not in like, the healthy, earthy way that you got off cam, just like death decay down here. I think with that secondary smell coming out of there, which enemy is the biggest threat? You don't yet know what is causing that second smell, but it is definitely worrisome. Hmm. It is in lower quantity than the smell of ghosts, but without knowing exactly what it is yet, it might not be something that cam is just going to be able to wash away for you. That might be the thing you've got to deal with on your own. Okay. Um... Where's the best way in? Uh, in what sense? I'm trying to think of an answer based on what you could feasibly know or observe here and like what you're hoping to get out of this. Yeah. Um, my thought was, should we go past this entrance and try to like rappel down the side and come in where it's broken open? If we're trying to get to the runes and, you know, not knowing what part of the mines fell away and stuff, but thinking about where... Nash could have come in where he could have come in multiple times. Like, what's my best way in to get closer to that earthy smell than to the ghosts? Because I think my thought process is he couldn't have left the ghosts. The ghosts happened because of what he did. So the earthy thing might be what he left. And if he left it here, it's here to guard the runes. This is a fabulous train of thought. Uh Uh-huh. And I might give you too much here. Okay. I think the idea of repelling down where it broke off the side is very interesting and would be a really quick way, albeit extremely dangerous, to get you probably right where you need to be. Because if there's something hidden in here, it's probably the the furthest in, right? Like yeah. the hardest point to get to, if you were coming in the mine entrance, that would obviously be the sheer rock face of the side of the anvil. The The potential catch there is if you go in that way, if anything happens that prevents you from getting back out that way, you have now done zero thinning of the herd on the way in, Yeah, and you've got to fight the whole way back out with nowhere to fall back to. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of stuff coming out of this mine. I think there are one or two ways we could do this. We could go through the mine proper, like use the entrance that's here, and know that we're going to have to 
kind of wade through whatever is in there. You know, whatever Nash has put in here, he's probably hidden away. The mine did shear in half and fall away. We could go to the edge and use our ropes and come in from the shear side. We probably have to encounter a whole lot less of stuff and maybe find what we're looking for faster. But if anything goes wrong, we got to then deal with everything that's between us and the entrance that we didn't take with nowhere to go except out into the void and down. Yeah. So either doing a big gauntlet before we get to what we're going to, or we can probably get immediately there. But if anything goes wrong, we have to do the gauntlet backwards and also completely lost. Yeah. Cool. Could we make steps? Oh, like in the stone? Yeah, like off the side, down to the opening, so that not only do we have to fight our way out, we can maybe have a second point of retreat. It would obviously be a bit dangerous getting down and up, and we'd have to use a lot of magic to make it work, but... I mean, is that something magic? It's it's going to be a lot, of, a lot of noise and a lot of kind of magical flares to, like, chip steps in, but could you make something that could, that could tunnel or... I've got... You know, some abilities in engineering and mechanics. I understand how that works really well in this world, but potentially I could fuse that with magic. You know, if if not steps, if not actually carving our way into the stone, maybe something similar that can be secured to the stone. A, A lift or a ladder or something. I mean, what do you think you could rig up fast? I mean, unfortunately, I think I'd have to get back to the train. So be a couple hours there and a couple hours back, but fairly quickly if I had my tools and everything in my workshop. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to do that, a couple of us could stay here and kind of poke around the edge and try to find, like, this is a good place to do it. I wonder if there are any, like, bats or anything, creatures that live in there. We could try maybe to get an idea of their point of view. Kim, you can see into people's pasts and futures and, well, presents. Maybe that would work on the living inhabitants of this cave, assuming there are any. I have never tried to see into the past, present, or future of an animal, but I don't think there's anything that would impede me from doing so. It's just the visions might be a bit harder to understand. Especially if it's like sonar. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Rev, you were saying while Kim was in her trance, something's different here. It's not quite as clean, but it's a bit more powerful. I believe that it's definitely doable. This might be adding too many steps, but there might even be something to be said about us messing around at the entrance here and drawing whatever's in here closer to this side of the mines and then having somebody else drop in, find the runes, destroy them, get back up so that they don't even have any interference down there. Oh, yeah. Split up and set up a distraction. Or even just set up a distraction, something that's that's timed that goes off and they, they come to check it. Again, If who knows if ghosts come to see... <laughs> Yeah, I don't or, know if they're like video game characters, like what was that noise? I better go check, or if yeah. they only respond to. It must have been the wind. Nothing. Must have been the wind. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like if we're gonna try to go over the edge, having something, some sort of tool to make that a bit easier is probably gonna come in handy. So if I'm gonna do that, I need to head back now. Yeah, I like the idea of going in through the sheer face. I don't like the idea of trying to climb down a rope. Okay. Uh, well, I will see you soon. Do you need any help? Oh, um, I don't know. Jumbo says, I'll come along. I mean, I'm not real sharp, but I'm strong, so I can help you move materials or whatever you need. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be great. He's a very good lab assistant. Oh, shucks. He blushes. Uh, yeah, if I'm going to be hanging out here with Rev, uh, you can take my unusually strong horse, which Jumbo can ride back to the train. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's get going. Okay. 
So Megan and Jumbo headed back to the train. Uh, Rev, Kim, and Tass staying here at the mine? Yes. Okay. Let's start with the crew at the mine then, because uh, no time really needs to pass for all of you to start doing stuff. So what is the objective? What are you all up to? What are you looking for? Where are you going, etc.? I mean, maybe the first thing is to go to the edge and see if we can spot any decent openings that might be our, our point of entrance. All right. As described, the terrain around you has gotten kind of gnarly. Um, you know, the mine entrance in front of you is like in a sheer rock face. So there would be some climbing uh, required to get kind of up and over the mine and back up to a point where you could get to the cliff face. Does everybody want to try to undertake that? Yeah, I'll go. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to need everybody to make an athletics slash acrobatics roll. So that is plus body plus athletics acrobatics. And I'm trying to think, I don't think this one can be a teamwork. Because it is not like one of you can pull the slack for the rest. Like, each of you needs to succeed at climbing to get where you're going. Yeah, oh, it's like, good. like riding the horses out kind of thing. Yeah. Ten. Against all odds, seven. Ten. All right. Uh, so, Kim and Tass have no issue scaling this rock face, getting back up to a relatively flat and navigable area. Rev, you are able to do the same, uh, but not without some issue. I think as you are climbing, you have a little bit of a slip and some of your gear was not properly secured. That scope uh, falls out of your bag and tumbles down to the ground and shatters far below. Um, so you are going to be out that gear slot, but also out that piece of gear until you can restock somewhere. But you all get to the top. Uh, and again, it's not like nice and sheer and flat up here. It's still a little bit wild, but nowhere near as bad. You are able to start hiking towards the edge. All told, with like the trouble that the terrain still presents, uh, it's about an hour's hike to get to the actual edge of the anvil. And it is a hell of a sight. Uh, I mean, it is nighttime, it's dark out, but the moon is shining overhead, the stars are bright, like you can still see just the the nothing directly in front of you stretching down as far as the eye can see and out into infinity like you know you are bananas high up right now and there is just nothing separating you from a many miles fall to whatever remains of the surface below start looking around do i see any large openings on the sheer surface below us why don't you uh, read a situation again in this new area nine Okay, you get one question. Oh, is this using information from my last reader situation? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, then 10. Then you get three. Yay. Nice. Um, What's my best way in? <clears throat> All right, so I think this is based more on smell than on sight still. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're trying to look over the edge, which terrifies me, by the way, picturing the idea of you going up to the edge of this and trying to look over to see if you can see a way <laughs> in down there. <laughs> If it makes you feel any better, I'm like, I'm on my belly, like, with my <laughs> yeah. shoulders hanging off the side. If you aren't, if you're not on your belly with a rope tied independently around each ankle. <laughs> He's having Tass and I sit on his legs. Yeah, anchored to separate boulders. <laughs> you can pick up that, well, both of those scents again. You can pick up those smells. They are kind of wafting up the side of the anvil here. And you can pinpoint a spot where you know that a vertical descent would lead you to the opening on the side. The uh, the amount of the smell coming out tells you that that opening is pretty substantial. Like, it's not like you'd have to 
squeeze in single file or anything. It's probably like a large cavern that's just been cut in half. So you, you know, you're not going to be worrying about a matter of inches or anything. You've got hundreds of feet of safety net on either side to make sure you get in there. And I think you get a rough idea of how far down that is, which is like several thousand feet, like the majority of a mile down. Uh, this seems like a pretty deep mine. Okay. Um, I think you also, though, now that you're over here and having made your way this direction on the surface, you have picked up and continue to pick up a little bit of this scent coming from a few other points, not like on the direct line you walked, but kind of along it that you would imagine are maybe mine shafts or ventilation tunnels that led to the surface that could theoretically also get you down and in or up and out. So I've, I've asked you the best way in, and it seems like that big opening over the side. Knowing where that big opening is and, and having a sense of where these maybe shafts are at and some of these air ventilation shafts, can I ask you what's the best escape route? Like, if things go bad, which of these do I think would be the best way out? If things go bad, if the way that you take in, like down the side, is taken away from you yeah. or doesn't seem secure, uh, you are able to follow your nose a little ways in from the cliff edge and off of your path over here to find a ventilation shaft. Um, and it is obscured from up here. It seems like there's been a, a bit of a cave-in. Um, you can still see where it is. It is marked and actually kind of like railinged off, although those railings have long since rotted. But clearing a little bit of debris, and as long as you don't cause any major seismic activity, you think this would be the next closest way up and out. Okay. Looking over the side, seeing that and kind of getting up from them and walking away and inspecting that little area. And then I want to go back to the, the cliff's edge. Um, what should I be on the lookout for? You can assume that when you come in from the cliff face, if the circle you're looking for is in that big chamber, which it ought to be, it's going to be full of ghosts. You know that already. That's the draw of this place. But you also know that when Cam shows up, he should, if nothing else, put a huge dent in that. Maybe eliminate that concern overall. But that smell of rot is stronger from over here than it was at the mine entrance. Like, whatever's causing it is in greater concentration here, deeper and closer to the circle. And I think it occurs to you that if all these miners died in here, if there's a lot of ghosts, there's probably a lot of corpses. And if the ghosts are still hanging around, the bodies might be too. The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I'm Carlotta Botox, actress, thinktress, and influenceress, and I'm spilling all the tea on Hollywood. <sighs> Name? Carlotta Botox. B-O-T-O-X. Spell the first name. It's actually Botox. B-E-A-U-T-O-X. <sighs> 
course it is. First name? Botox is actually my last name. My first name? Okay there, who's on first? I know it's your last name. Now I want you to spell your first name. Oh, Carlotta. It's C-A-R, as in the automobile. <sighs> L-O-T-T-A, like a lot of talent. <laughs> wow, just wow. There's also an umlaut. An umlaut. It's two dots and it goes over there. Okay, Carlotta, two dots. Just take a seat over there. We'll call you when we're ready. Meanwhile, we'll gird our loins. Check out the Carlotta Botox Chronicles, available now on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher.